0: This is Leafs Breakfast. It is indeed Leafs Breakfast here on First Stop. You're listening to TSN 1050. Aaron Korolnik and Carlo Koliakovo, the Maple Leafs, hosting their annual gala last night. I know, of course, all the alumni were invited, Coco, but you were down in Florida. You returned yeah, late no, last I'm night. still mad at me about it. Well, oh, so. that's unfortunate. You know, Gina could have asked me if I wanted to go. I'm not a Leafs alumni, but...
1: I don't know, man. You're quite the bachelor, though. I've, true. I'm on a plane to Florida, first time traveling in four years, and just random guy I talked to says that his daughter, back in the day, used to
2: date you. That like, is correct. How?
1: I couldn't believe that. I'm on a plane to Florida. I start talking to this guy. He says, oh, yeah, my daughter used to date some guy at TSN. Well, okay, really? Who? He tells me
0: later, it was you. Apparently she's dating Al's brother now, so she's moved on to bigger and better pastures. How do I run
1: into somebody whose daughter years ago was dating you? I don't know. It's a small world. It's a small world. Maybe Chris Johnston. You're just a player. Yeah, that's, that is not the you're case. a playa.
0: Chris Johnston is on the line. CJ, were you at the Maple Leafs gala last night? Do they invite uh, TSN Hockey
2: Insiders? No, I was not there. I think it's a an event run by the other network.
0: Mm, true, I didn't know that. <laughs> I probably
2: should have. <laughs> oh, well. Oh,
0: well. well you, you, you used to work there, so maybe you still got... I some, got invited. Somebody. Yeah, Carlo got invited. He works at TSN. Yeah, a so. played for the team, man. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. a little
0: bit. Uh, all right, so there's so much to get to this morning with regards to trades in the NHL. And I think, for me, the Eric Carlson situation is the most interesting. You were reporting on that over the weekend. It sounds like the Sharks uh. and the Oilers are... I think you use the term re-engaging in conversations. The trade deadline, two and a half weeks away. What's the latest? Do you think there's any chance this gets done? Because this would be a blockbuster, an NBA-style blockbuster. I th- it's kind of the equivalent. I mean, maybe Carlson's not Kevin Durant, but he's not far off as far as his impact player for, wise, a, for a obviously player. Obviously,
1: the difficulty is going to be his salary, yeah. but... I mean the the reaction I gave to when I heard this report from CJ was holy mama. <laughs> Go holy ahead, mama. Chris. <laughs> to
2: well, quote your colleague, when you ask a question, is there a chance? Yes, there's a chance. I mean, because they're they're exploring to see if it could work. I mean, we're we're so conditioned to assume these things will never happen in the NHL, and you know, obviously the the, the cap situation for Carlson is is significant, but. Flip it around the other way. I mean, this this contract, we would have called a completely untradeable the last two years uh, because, you know, Carlson's performance, his injuries, all those types of things. I think it's at least got to a point where it's become possible and where a team like the Oilers, you know, this is the second time that they've, at least the second time that I know of, I should, I should say, that they've engaged the Sharks to see if there is a fit. And so the whole thing would hinge on how much money that the Sharks would retain, They've told teams they're not doing 50%. I think that they've got to the point where they say they'll do 20% to the Oilers. If they are willing to, to bump it up and get to 30 or 35 or even 40%, I, I think that there's a chance it could happen. But, you know, I, I don't know that that's happened at this point in time. And, uh, you know, let's see where it goes. I, you know, I, I do think Edmonton's top players, you know, want another puck moving defenseman. It's hard to say that there'd be anyone better that could fit that right now in the game than Carlson and with the season he's having. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's maybe a long shot, but you know, this is again, the second time they're having these conversations, it's it's not just kicking tires. I think it's a little more than that.
1: Do you think the interest picked up with Carlson and the Oilers post all-star game when guys like McDavid and Dreisaitl were playing with him three on three and they were just, you couldn't, you couldn't get the puck off those guys.
2: Yeah, I do think that, that, that probably didn't hurt things. You know, those players all spending time together. Um, you know, obviously the Oilers were interested earlier in the year, which, which was reported at the time. So by Dreg. So, you know, I, I think that, that all that goes together and, and look, if you're Edmonton, you, you got to make a decision, right? Like we all know that they're, they're going to trade for a defenseman before March 3rd or on March 3rd. And the other guys they're looking at aren't nearly as glittery as Eric Carlson. I mean, it's, you know, does Gabrikov or Edmondson, you know, do these guys move the needle? Do they, do they really make the Oilers, I'm not picky on them as players, but would one of those additions make a big enough difference no. to make it worth it? Or, or do you try to, to do something that would admittedly be rolling the dice, right? I mean, the, the Oilers probably, you know, if they have a, a weakness would be their defensive play, the amount of goals they give up. This would not necessarily be addressing that, but it would be leaning even more in the, in the direction of, of an all offensive well, team. Wait. It would make a difference, right? If that trade went down, you would say something bigger than four months. Oh, hundred
0: <laughs> percent! You would use some swear words. Yes, hundred
1: percent. Because really, when you think about it, like how much does it help or hurt them to make a deal work? Tyson Berry probably has to be going back way salary wise. And okay, is Tyson? Are you a better team with Tyson Berry or Carlson right now? <laughs> That's just the way I look at it. Right, and
2: but Carlson. Can do more than Barry too. Hundred percent. Well, he's playing twenty-five north of twenty-five minutes a game, and if you look at a lot of his points this year, like he, his five-on-five five points are ridiculous. Like it's not, it's not as though San Jose's just you know in, in this tough year is he's feasting on power play, uh, which is obviously where the Oilers do a lot of their damage. But you know, I, I like I don't I don't know if it would work, but I, I would be fascinated to see the experiment oh. and. You know, I, I don't know where. Give we'll us go a from trade. Here, NHL, well, that that trade, trade, that
0: trade would be incredible if it was consummated. I think Eric Carlson's the best defenseman in the NHL right now. I don't think I know. I mean, it's hard to really dispute. You mentioned the five on five play, CJ. He leads the NHL in five on five points. With a guy more like McDavid. than McDavid, <laughs> he has more five on five points than Connor McDavid. Yeah. Obviously, he's an amazing power play t- player as well. Carlson's had a, an unbelievable season. Uh, But I will say, I mean, San Jose, yeah, they got to deal with Carlson, and maybe they make the trade, maybe they don't. They also have Timo Meyer, who we're pretty sure is going to be moved before on March 3rd. Where do things stand with him and. Is there legitimate interest in the the Toronto Maple Leafs, Chris?
2: Well, you know, I do think that there is legitimate interest. You know, the the issue, of course, is that there's going to be a pretty high cost on this player. Like, the New York Rangers, before they traded for Tarasenko last week, you know they were in on Timo Meyer, and one of the reasons they moved along was was you know I think that the cost was going to be significantly more than they had to give up in that deal with Tarasenko. And remember, there's there's basically a first, a third, um, you a know a player off roster and and a prospect in that deal. And so, you know, I don't know that the Leafs will be the one to pay the price, but but you know I, I they definitely like the player that that that. Not, who doesn't um, like, like the player. Player. So, wow, so, so, player? So considering
0: all the interest in Meyer, and there's going to be probably, what, five, six, seven teams who will try to get him. Like, do you think Matthew Nyes almost has to be a component for the Leafs to bring in Meyer?
2: That I don't know. Honestly, I don't have that sense. Um, like There might be other ways they could do it, but the, you're going to have to, you know, are you trading someone off your roster, baby?
1: You have to yeah. for cap. And reasons. I'm not talking
2: about just a cap dump. Like, I'm talking about, like, which channels they want one of the young defensemen for example like do you do that you know you you expect the first round picks part of it like there's it, it would be a lot to give up um you know in new jersey seems to me like they're they're quite aggressively in on this you know Carolina's in there I know Buffalo's made a call like there's a lot of teams so so it's hard to, to say who's the front runner, and I, you know, I don't know that the, the Leafs will end up swinging this big. But you know, the one caveat to what Kyle Dubit said last week in his media availability is not giving up a player like or first in a rental situation. Well, let's remember that Timo Meyer actually isn't a rental. He's got one more year of team control. I know it's expensive. I know there's there's some complications there. But you know, undoubtedly, if we talk about making a splash in Edmonton, if if the Leafs were to make that deal, that, that would be uh, that would be making a splash here in Toronto.
1: Well, there was another splash made on the weekend, and it was the name Jacob Chikrin. Um, Most people thought that based on how Arizona announced the decision not to plan, was for trade reasons that most people expected a trade to come down. Where do things stand in the Jacob Chikrin, and who are we potentially looking at as suitors for him?
2: Well, I think a trade was at least semi-close with Los Angeles uh, to, to get to the point where Chikrin was held out on Saturday seems as though that's maybe, I won't say falling apart, but that maybe it you know, didn't obviously progress over the finish line. And so now you're in kind of a funny spot, you know, where, where Chickrens now sat out two games for trade-related reasons. You know, they Andre said Trigny. he's not playing
1: again until he gets traded.
2: Right. Well, Andre Trigney said he's not playing the rest of this week. That's for sure. Um, so that kind of signals to me that maybe this is going to take a little longer to, to complete the deal. Um, you know, but there was always an understanding, I'll say this, uh, between the Coyotes and Chickren's camp that, you know, he's been, been a player that's dealt with a lot of injuries. I think that there was always this, this idea that when something got close, they were going to really be proactive about resting him because why, why take any risks? Why, why do anything? I mean, this is, I mean, it, it's a player and a person, but it's for the Coyotes as asset, asset protection. And, you know, it is Jacob Chicker originally who made the, the request to, to be traded. So I'm sure as much as this must be just crazy to have to now be sitting here waiting to find out what's going to happen, you know, ultimately, you know, the hope is it's going to lead him to, to a new team, which is what he wanted uh, from the beginning.
0: Chris Johnson is our guest, TSN Hockey Insider. It's the Leafs and the Blackhawks tomorrow night in Toronto. And I'm sure the media contingent will... Head down to Scotiabank Arena, Kane, Taves, Max Domi, Jake McCabe, amongst others who could very well be shipped out of Chicago before March 3rd. With regards to the second, or I guess the latter two I mentioned, Jake McCabe and Max Domi, there has been some reports, at least some speculation surrounding those two and interest from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Between those two players, Domi and McCabe, who do you think would be more alluring to the Toronto Maple Leafs?
2: I think Jake McCabe of those two players um, would probably be a better fit. Um, signed a couple of years beyond this one, which is key that the Blackhawks have indicated that they're willing to retain salary. So there would be ways to to have him at even less than his, his $4 million cap it uh, currently. Uh, you know, I think of those two that that one might make the most sense. You know, I'm not even sure Max Domi is going to be dealt by Chicago. He, he's actually been a nice fit there. I think he's enjoyed it. And, you know, I know that he's willing to stay and sign another deal. Now, a team in the position Chicago is really has to explore the trade market and see, are they getting something worthwhile to, to deal them? I mean, you could always trade them and try to sign them back July 1st, but although that, all the time we say that, it, you know, it really actually does happen in the NHL where that, that's how things play out. Um, but you know, I think McCabe is more likely the one. And, and on your original point, unfortunately, the scheduler has done us no favors because, uh, Chicago plays in Montreal tonight. And usually on a back to back, that means limited media availability if any in the morning. So uh, mm. Chicago is going to come through here. Obviously, post game on Wednesday, there might be some questions, you know. But you know they're 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 going to get grilled today in Montreal, I would assume. Whichever players are made available, but this is it's great timing and poor timing with them coming through. You know this part of uh, you know where hockey so so passionately followed this close to the deadline and with so many. You know, players kind of in the spotlight around the deadline conversations.
1: Well, maybe the focus tomorrow and the questions that'll be asked are to the Maple Leafs. What's the status of Austin Matthews? When can Leaf fans expect him to be back in the lineup?
2: Well, I don't think it's tomorrow, but I, I don't think we're too far off just yet. I mean, he has been skating. You know, what I've heard, sort of behind the scenes, is that obviously just just you know showing a lot of caution here. But I, I don't think that there's any great concern. So. You know, let's see where they're at of practice today. He's he's been in a contact sweater, but you know the, the schedule's sort of favorable this week with with not a lot of games and and more time for him to be out skating and practice time. So you know, maybe maybe the weekend, if not the weekend, I wouldn't think it's too much longer. You know, assuming he has no setbacks.
0: Well, Matthews was at the gala last night, so that bodes well for his status. Unfortunately, <laughs> maybe next year, Chris, we'll get you back there. We'll get you back there. You can be Carlo's date, or you can be Carlo's wife's date because I don't know if Gina's a too big fi- too big of a fan of. Uh, Mr. Koliak left or not going to the, uh, the big gala last night so I didn't even want to come yeah. home. Let alone go to the gala. Yeah, Carlo was in Florida but for I the last week.
2: Not the Valentine's Day spirit, you yeah. <laughs> what's, what's going on here? Yeah, it's, uh,
0: it's... Yeah.
2: <laughs> go buy some roses, Carlo. No, you got yeah. Oh, it's I I, I've,
1: I have a great uh, day plan. I don't is... believe
0: that for a second. I didn't even want to come home from Florida. <laughs> let
1: alone wanted to go to a gala
0: last night. Yeah, so that is fair. That is fair. Galas, those require a lot. You got to talk to a lot of people if you're going to a gala. A lot of conversations.
1: Look, I, I remember the last time I went before the pandemic it was an unbelievable event. Um, I actually wish they would have picked a different date so that it would have been more suitable. Well, for apparently but... Shannon
0: and Dubas were discussing moving it because they knew you were in Florida. Right. So they, There, right. was, there yeah. were some serious conversations yeah. on They should have put it on Valentine's yeah. Day. You I mean, know. maybe maybe next year. Maybe yeah. next year. CJ, thank you for doing this. We'll chat with you next week. Yeah, have a great day, boys. You see you pal. Chris Johnston, Hockey Insider. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I, I know we've talked a lot about the Maple Leafs, but I've sort of... Um, separated myself from the sports world over the last week, and it was a really, really refreshing thing for me to do. I mean, I stayed in touch with what was going on, but why do I wake up this morning and I see Sheldon Keith trending? And I click on it, and there's an article written by a certain person saying that Sheldon Key should be fired and replaced by Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Boudreaux. Bruce yeah. I, I what, saw that, too. What's wrong
0: with people in <laughs> no, Toronto? I, you know, I think uh, sometimes when you what try to... What Bruce Boudreaux to, to, well, done to deserve oh.
1: any <laughs> nod...
0: To be, he, he was to on to an overdrive Sheldon yesterday. Keefe.
1: And why are people even talking about firing Sheldon Keefe?
0: I, I don't get He's it. He's an
1: unbelievable
0: coach. Well, I mean, the Leafs one have the second or third best record in the NHL this year. I mean, I mean fourth. It's, uh, it I don't was get pretty it. stunning. It's just nonsense. Now, you're trying to drum up attention sometimes. How why? I,
1: what, what, what attention does that deserve right
0: now? Because well, I mean, you, br- you just brought it up, so I mean, there's the attention. I'm just saying,
1: like, I, I, I removed myself from this city for a week. I come back and this is the first thing I read
0: on a Tuesday morning. It's a tough it's a tough read, I gotta be honest. I, I did check it just out. Nonsense. And uh, if I'm an editor, I'm like, yeah, let's not publish this. This <laughs> is just, just nonsense. We've got some bold predictions for the twenty twenty three NFL season coming up in about fifteen minutes time and the ones that I have will incinerate the studio, hopefully not, because a lot of expensive stuff here. Keegan Matheson, live from Dunedin, you return from Florida, he travels down there as the Jays begin camp. Uh, Kate Burness will join us as well in the fourth hour of the program. The third hour begins after this. Hello.